I want to remind you of your resilience today. I want to remind you about how strong you are. I want to remind you about how laser focused you can be. I want to remind you that you're a winner and we don't quit on this side over here. I know we've all dealt with a hard task or something that we had to overcome, like a difficult obstacle or whether we had to do something that was new before. Even though those things might be difficult, hard, or new, none of those things mean impossible. And I think sometimes when we hear those words, we think that it means impossible, but it's not. It's possible. We can do it. We might have to push a little harder. We might have to have a little bit more patience. We might got to start over again. We might have to rewrite. We might have to re-record. We might have to redo. We might have to spend extra time. But don't let those things discourage you because those things are just laying down your story. And it's making your story a good story. Just imagine a story without struggle. Like, how boring would that be? <laughs> imagine you, you know, making it really big, but you don't have a story to show for it. And you sitting there telling your great-great-grandkids about how you made it, and they fall asleep. You know, who wants to hear a story that just has no struggle? Who wants to hear a story that just has no, 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 you know, no grit to it? Who wants to hear a story where you don't fail? And then make it. You know, just imagine in Toy Story if Woody would have never pushed Buzz Lightyear out the window. They would have never become best friends, right? And we would have never known how good of a person Woody actually is. We had to see that he was a bad person in order to see how much of a good person that he can be. Just imagine if Mufasa never died. You know, Simba would have never known what it was to really be a king. You know, he would have never, he would have never took those steps. And he would have never met Timon and Pumbaa. Imagine if Nemo never went missing. We would have never known how good of a dad Marlon is. And we would have never met Dory. See, these are what makes good stories struggle. It, it, it's what builds character. And we have to know that struggle is a good thing and it it doesn't mean give up it doesn't mean stop it doesn't mean do something else no keep going especially if it's worth it if it's worth it keep going because these things are going to make your story so much well worth it i know it looks hard right now just the struggle and I know it looks hard right now when it looks like you just keep doing the same thing and nothing's working I know it looks difficult and it looks like you're never going to make it but I'm telling you you are you you just got to have patience and just know your story is just getting juicy my first success story came when I was in grade school and I remember when I first started grade school in first grade, I had a really hard time learning all the concepts, learning everything. I was in a remedial class in reading and I was in an extra class in math because I just had so much trouble understanding it and reading it. And I would try so hard to keep up with the class, but I just couldn't. So it got to a point where I just stopped working, like in fourth and fifth grade especially, I just stopped working and I just started to talk in class and I started to hide my homework and I started to not do the classwork and I just didn't try on the test and I would completely bomb them because 
I didn't feel like I knew anything. And I had really trouble reading in class too. Like reading was like really hard for me as far as like, you know, when somebody would like popcorn you and then like you or somebody else, they might be like, uh, the, 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 that was me. <laughs> I was a tape recorder. And I always had a really hard time doing that. And um, it was a big struggle for me. So again, I played, right? And then I got into middle school and I played some more. I don't know how I didn't flunk or I didn't have to repeat sixth or seventh grade. I know I was very close to having to repeat it because I did absolutely nothing because it was so hard for me. And I remember my dad got really upset with me in the beginning of the seventh grade when he seen me like about to fail because he was like, you're not even trying. And yeah, he beat me a lot. <laughs> but none of that stuff like really got to me. And um, until this one last time, like when he beat me, like in the beginning of seventh grade, he didn't beat me. He was just really upset with me. And he was just like, I just don't know what to do. And I just, I looked at him and I felt like really bad, felt bad for myself because I didn't really understand the work. But I was like, yo, I don't really try because this man is trying, you know, he's doing, he's being a great father. He's giving me the things that I want, but I'm just not trying. So I really started to apply myself and really started to try. And... I had F's and D's with one sprinkle of C um, throughout my whole like academic career thus far until I started to try, right? And then when I started to try, I started to get D's and then C's, right? And then I was just like, yo, I feel like I'm not doing enough. But my dad was like, well, this is at least you trying. So this is where like he kept me at, right? And this is where like he kept me at. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm cool. I'm getting D's. I'm getting C's. I'm trying. And I got to eighth grade and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try harder in eighth grade. And in eighth grade, I was still getting a lot of D's. Then I was getting a lot of C's, right? And I was getting a lot of C's and I was like, this is so hard. You know, I just can't understand these concepts. Like, just like how I'm grasping them, but I'm like, I gotta keep going because I don't wanna make my dad upset. Like, that's the last thing I wanna do. And I remember it was the end of eighth grade and there was this teacher, her name was, I dare I say her name I'm not gonna say I'm gonna embarrass her like that but there was this lady and she was very upset at the whole eighth grade class because we failed our LA tests you know and she was like you guys are about to go to ninth grade and you guys failed she was just like I don't know how you guys are going to handle ninth grade like you just guys can't do it. like she was just talking very condescending and like she was above us she was like when I got in high school I got nothing but A's and B's I don't know how you guys are going to do it what you guys are going to do and to me it was trying to she was trying to make it seem like she was better than me like she couldn't do it or like we couldn't do it the whole class and it really bothered me i don't know it was something about her superior complex that just bugged the shit out of me like i was just so like what like i could i could do that too like what are you talking about and i'm here with my all my d's and c's talking about i could do it too in a whole remedial class but i was like you know what i ain't gonna talk i'm just gonna like show it so I vowed for myself when I got into high school that I was going to get A's and B's because she did it so I can do it. I don't know why it triggered me so much, but I got into ninth grade and I was in all my remedial classes. And when I tell you high school was just like a different type of vibe for me, like everything just got super hard. It was just so much work. It was so, it was so, so much harder. I was like, oh my gosh, this is harder. But I was just thinking about in the back of my mind, like, okay, I have to do this. And I tried really hard in the beginning of the school year and then I got my first A like all semester all A's I was like what I never had more than like a A or two like in my life and I'm like yo what I got like two A like for the whole marking period I'm like this is crazy all my classes were A's and I got out of my remedial class by the first marking period all of my remedial classes that I was in 
And I was like, bet, this is something that I can do. And even though this took me longer to do, I was like, it was very hard to get these A's because I had to study more than other people study. You know, I had to take an extra homework. I had to take extra classes. And sometimes I even had to do extra, um, extra credit just to get my grades boosted up but i was like yo this is well worth it and i remember when i first brought home my my first distinguished honor roll my dad was so excited he was so elated and i felt successful because i got like this whole like card and it said distinguished honor rolls the first thing that i've ever gotten before that was just like highlighting me for my academics and i was like oh my gosh this is this is this is all i gotta do i just gotta work harder and then like i get it and my dad's happy and a great thing about success is that you only have to succeed one time. And then you know how to do it already. And the formula is just like just putting it back in and putting it back in. Like I heard somebody say like, yo, once you make your first million, all you got to do is make your first million one time. Because all you're going to do is just going to keep doing it to make another million and then another million and then another million. Just one time. Just one time. And then you just keep doing it over and over and over again so that's what i kept doing every single marking period in high school after i got out of my remedial classes um i got nothing but a's and high b's and it got to the point where every single one of my teachers asked me to either be an accelerated or honors class and i kept succeeding i just kept going and kept going and kept going and i was just so happy that at the end of my high school career i graduated with a 3.7 something that i never thought i was going to be able to do and i got a scholarship for school i didn't have to pay any money to apply to any school that i wanted to because they all gave me free waivers because of my grades and my academics and everything like that and that same person who had trouble reading in class and kept saying the 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 i end up doing a communications class in college and I end up doing public speaking outside of college. And now I have a freaking podcast <laughs> where I speak, I would like to say, perfectly. Of course, I think everything does, you know, needs improvement and everything like that. But I still speak very well. And I was just so honored, you know what I mean? And even in college, I was on the president's honors list like three times in a row from the time that I went to college because I dropped out. And I also got a Dr. Martin Luther King Award, like congratulating me for my academics because I got all A's in college too. Now, how do you keep going? How do you keep the 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 the, the tenacity? You know what I mean? How how do you how do you not stop? How do you keep the consistency? You have to remember why you started. I always remember when I didn't want to study. I always remember when I didn't want to do my work. I always remember I started because I would I would always see my dad's face of how upset he was. And I will always remember that eighth grade teacher who thought we couldn't do it. I did it. And remember your end goal. I always felt like I wanted to feel at the end of high school that I was one of the smart kids. And the most important thing to keep going, something that kept me going and I think is so important that people don't talk about enough is Everything has to work around what you do. You do not work around everything and everybody else. Everything works around what you do. When I was in school and I had to study, everything worked around that. Even if I had work, I'm on a bus studying. I'm working around this. Look, I got to get off at this time because I got to make sure that I hand in my paper by 9 p.m. You understand what I'm saying? Even when I do this podcast, 
Listen, everything else works around my schedule. My friends want to hang out. You got to wait till I get done this podcast. If you really want something to get done, if you really want to complete something, that is your first task. Everything else is secondary. Think about what Marlon was trying to find Nemo. He was worried about finding his son. Everything else was secondary. Okay? Everything works around what you do. So if I want you guys to remember anything, it's to be patient with your story. It needs time to get juicy. You never stay in one place for too long. Trust in the process and keep going. You you there there's you have to make it. There's no other way. There's no other option but for you to make it. So disregard everything else. All your plan Bs, every every other option that you have. You won't regret it. I promise. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure that you guys follow this podcast so you guys are able to tune in every Monday so we can start reflecting and not projecting and we can be all better people and all of those good things, all right? I love you guys so much. Don't forget to breathe. And know that everything's going to be okay. All right, bye.